Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. everyone and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care if you're listening on the podcast or welcome back to The Lux Life if you are joining us on YouTube. But either way, since you're here, be sure to like, subscribe and share this with a friend. So before we dive into today's episode, which is how to stop being insecure, um, I will walk you through five steps to undoing your insecurities and negative self-talk. But before we dive in, if you ever need any extra guidance or just, you know, some one-on-one coaching, be sure to subscribe to our Lux Life VIP group. It's linked below. And you can also join our newsletter that is completely free and you'll get weekly tips and insights on self-care, self-love, and manifestation. So be sure to check all of the links in the description box and in the show notes. So with that, let's get started. So if you are a human being, which I'm sure we all are, then you are insecure about something. You have insecurities around something, whether you're insecure about the way that you look, the way that you talk, the way that you act, um, where you're from, where you're not from, how much money you have, how much money you don't have. If you're married, if you're not married, if you have children, if you don't have children, we have so many different types of insecurities in our lives, right? And based on those insecurities, we will sometimes speak negatively to ourselves about ourselves. So these five steps will first help you to identify what those insecurities are and then how to undo them. So the first step is, Become aware of your insecurities and do them one at a time. Again, I want everyone to really be patient with themselves, to be compassionate with themselves and to show themselves a lot of grace because it's it's so healing and powerful to do the work, but the work can hurt, you know, like that's called the work for a reason. So if you get your journal out, and you write down what your insecurities are one by one, allow yourself to feel those insecurities. You know, allow yourself to cry if you have to, to scream if you have to, to, to feel it, you know? You have to, you have to actually face it in order to let it go. Let how you feel in so then you can actually let it out of you. And your insecurities could be anything from, you know, I feel like my thighs are really thick and they look like tree chunks or, you know, I feel that, you know, no man ever will really love me or men only want me for one thing or women only want me for one thing or I'm insecure about the house that I live in or I'm insecure about my height. I'm insecure about whatever, right? So you want to write down and you want to be honest with yourself because the first step is really becoming aware of what your insecurities are. And if you're not aware of what you're insecure about, then even before doing step one of writing them down, take inventory of how you speak to yourself throughout the day. 
When you open your bank account, what thoughts come up? When you pass a mirror, what thought comes up? When you, um, you know, see someone else having something that you want, what thoughts come up? And write that out. What triggers you? You know, what, what gives you that sort of bad pit in your stomach, that, you know, heartache in your life? What are those things? You know, are you terrified to wear a bikini? Are you terrified of public speaking? Are you terrified to go out on a date? Like whatever it is, right? That what you're fearful of, what you're judging yourself around, those are your insecurities. What you get jealous about in somebody else, those are your insecurities. So the first step to stop being insecure is to be honest with yourself about what you are actually insecure about. Because I think sometimes we like to pretend that, you know, oh, I'm not jealous. I got this. I love myself, blah, 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 blah. But internally, it's a completely different story. We're actually at war with ourselves. We're saying we're not jealous. We're saying we're good. We're saying we're this. But inside, it's a completely different story. So the first step is to really get honest with what internal battle and struggle you are going through. So that is the first step. And then once you write out what your insecurities are one by one, then it's time to get some type of perspective around them, put them in context, right? And you want to ask yourself, where did this insecurity come from? When did I first feel that I was fat? When did I first feel that I was unattractive? When was the first time I felt poor? When was the first time I felt not good enough? When was the first time I felt people were laughing at me? When was the first time I felt judged? You know, whatever your insecurities are, you want to get clear on where they came from. But I also want to say you don't want to dwell. So this part of the steps, you don't want to dwell on it. You don't want to fall into victim mentality. You don't want to fall into woe is me, all this stuff has happened to me, all these people said things to me, you don't want to dwell on it. You just want to get the awareness of, oh, so this happened in my childhood. Somebody said this to me on the playground. My mother made this comment once. That's where that belief, that's where that insecurity came from. That's all this is, is just to get a little bit of awareness around it came from, of where it came from. The second step So once you've done the first one, which is to become aware and to identify your insecurities and just to get a little bit of perspective of where they came from, remember, we're not dwelling there. The second step is to change your perspective on it, on your insecurity. This is by saying, am I willing to see this differently? Am I willing to see this insecurity or this experience through the lens of love? Am I willing to see this insecurity from the perspective of being my own best friend, right? So that could look like, oh, you know, when I was younger, someone at school said I had, you know, really thick thighs. And so then I internalized that as meaning I was fat or not beautiful. And again, this is just a random example. Um, I'm fat, I'm not beautiful. And then I grew up to become insecure around the way that I looked. How can I, how can I now be open to seeing this through the lens of love? You know what, whoever said that, they didn't even know what they were talking about. They're just repeating stuff. Oh, you know what? 
somebody else's opinion of me doesn't have to define my the opinion of myself oh you know what my body is beautiful beautifully and woefully made oh you know what um I don't have to subscribe to any societal idea of what beauty is oh you know what I can think of 10 women who look just like me who are so beautiful confident and accomplished right how can I see this experience through the lens of love and usually a good thing to do is whoever said it whether it's a childhood friend, a bully at school, a parent, a teacher, you know, whoever, just say, you know what, I forgive you for not knowing better. And I choose to let this belief go. That is seeing it through the perspective of love. This person's opinion is not the truth of me. I forgive you for not knowing better. And I choose to let this belief go. Choose to have a different perspective on it. Choose to not think that your insecurity has to be true. The third is reprogram your mind with thoughts that support and honor you. So your insecurities don't support you. Your insecurities disempower you. So you want to switch your insecurities to something that does empower you, that does support you, that does honor you. So now what I want you to do is in your journal, when you have your insecurities, I want you to cross them out. And then I want you to rewrite them in an affirmation that supports and honors and loves you. So maybe that insecurity was, you know, I really hate my body. My thighs are so big. I'm so fat and ugly. That's your insecurity. Cross that out and rewrite it. I love and appreciate my body. It is beautifully and woefully made. I get to run, I get to skip, I get to dance, you know, my heart beats, I get to breathe. I love the shape of my legs. I love the shape of whatever, right? Flip it to something that supports you. Flip it to something that honors you. And of course, in the beginning, it might be hard. It might be hard to switch off the insecure thought to the secure, I validate and honor myself thought. The way you get through this is through repetition. Have your affirmations now, write them out at night, write them in the morning, put them on note cards, put them on post-its, put them around everywhere, put them in your phone. So anytime those nasty insecure thoughts pop up, you already have a default um, affirmation that you can go to. Whenever you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, my thighs are too fat, you stop the thought and be like, no, I am beautifully and willfully made. I love and honor my body. My body houses my soul. I'm so appreciative of my body. You know, I'm so happy and grateful that I'm healthy and strong, you know, whatever it is for you. And again, these are just examples. So whatever your insecurity is, cross it out and then write an affirmation through the lens of love, through the lens of supporting and honoring yourself, through the lens of how you want to see yourself, of how you want to be. And then when you get those negative thoughts that start to come in, those insecure thoughts, stop them. And repeat your affirmation because you want to reprogram your mind. You want to reprogram your insecure thoughts into secure and loving thoughts. You want to reprogram it. So then your default becomes secure thoughts, loving thoughts, supportive thoughts, compassionate thoughts. And that's how you move from being insecure to secure. And then the fourth step is stop comparing yourself to others. 
There is no competition. The only person that you are in competition with is the varying versions of yourself. Are you doing better than a past version of yourself? Are you doing better than you were? And by doing better, I don't necessarily even mean like, I don't mean like money or anything like that. Sure, all those things are great, but are you more at peace? Are you more fulfilled? Are you more joyful? Are you speaking to yourself better? Do you have better self-esteem? Do you have, how are your relationships doing? You know, your interpersonal relationships, you know, are you becoming a better, higher, more evolved, more empowered version of yourself? That's the only competition that exists. So when you see people out there doing something, don't look at them as competition. Think, oh, I should make them a part of my community. Think community, not competition. Because you can't compete with somebody else. Everyone has their own race to run. And if you find yourself on Instagram or on YouTube or whatever, and you find yourself having negative, nasty thoughts about people that you think are successful and living the life that you want, if you can't switch it in your mind, to not compare yourself and to not become sort of like nasty and jealous and envious, then maybe mute that person or unfollow or take a social media break or whatever it is until you can get your self-esteem up, until you can switch from being insecure to secure so you don't constantly get triggered. And then because at the end of the day, when you do that, you're not hurting that other person. You're only hurting yourself. You're only feeding yourself negativity. You're only feeding yourself jealousy. And all of that does is just continues to lower and lower your own self-esteem. Because at the end of the day, that person's success has nothing to do with you. And that person's success does not take away from your potentiality to be successful as well. Whatever you mean, whatever, however you define success. I always think that two candle lights make a greater light. That's why I mean not competition community. So if my candlelight is shining bright and I see another shining bright light, I want to join that light so we can shine even brighter together. But if I distinguish that light, it doesn't make me shine any brighter. And the fact that that light is shining doesn't mean I shine any less. But together we can shine brighter. And then the fifth step is now you need to make it a lifestyle. Now you need to practice mindfulness because remember, we're human beings. Be compassionate with yourself. Give yourself grace. Forgive yourself. You're going to have insecure thoughts. You're going to have negative thoughts. It's just the way life is. But what you can do is reprogram yourself to have your default system to be secure thoughts, empowering thoughts, loving thoughts. And that's what these steps do. They get you to have your, a new default system, a new subconscious mind, a new way of being. And then you want to be mindful and make it a lifestyle. So when those negative thoughts creep up and those insecure thoughts creep up, you have that plan in place. You're like, oh no, negative thought. You know, you have no power here. I know that I am worthy, valuable enough. I know that I am successful. I know that I'm beautifully, woefully made. I know blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever it is. You have your default affirmations to cancel out that negative thought and to affirm what it is you really want. You empower yourself with the thought that is life affirming for you rather rather than being ruled by insecure thoughts that disempower you and make you into a victim. 
So there you have it. Those are the five steps to undo insecurities. And just a quick reminder, you guys, um, if you want any of the Love Collection, we have mugs and really in sweatshirts and candles and some really cool stuff. So head over to candywashington.com and you can shop. And it's also linked below in the show notes and in the description box in case you just want to treat yourself to something from the Love collection. And don't forget again to join our Lux Life VIP group where we do weekly coaching calls. We have um, resources for self-care, self-love, and manifestation. And we also have a growing uh, group of very supportive people, our growing uh, community of support, which is great, and other fun goodies. There's also the Journey to Self-Love journal. You can get that. It's also linked, it's also linked below in the show notes and in the description box. So with that, thank you so much for spending this time with me. As always, I am so honored to help you lead a more joyful life. Don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe, and also share this with a friend. So until next time, be well, take care of yourself and each other. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.